0: Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to the very first 2023 News and Flashback Fun podcast mini-episode. I'm your lovely host, Movie Guru. I have a lot of news for you today. Some uh, not so good and some on the better side of things. Happy birthday today to actors Dax Shepard, Tay Diggs, Cuba Gooden Jr., and Kate Bosworth. Michael Jackson's song "Billie Jean" actually debuted on this very day in 1983. The journalism world and entertainment worlds are still mourning fi- Friday's immense loss of 93-year-old Barbara Walters. NYTimes.com reported December 30th. Walters, who broke barriers for women as the very as the first female co-host of The Today Show and the first female anchor of a network evening news program, and who as an interview of celebrities became one herself, helping to blur the line between news and entertainment, died on Friday at her home in Manhattan. Her publicist Cindy Berger confirmed the death, but did not cite a cause. ABC News, where Miss Walters was a longtime anchor and a creator of the talk show The View, reported the death earlier. Miss Walters spent more than fifty years on the in front of the camera and until she was eighty four continued to appear on the view in one on one interviews. she was best known for delving and with genteel insistence into the private lives and emotional states of movie stars, heads of state, and other high profile subjects. Miss Walters first made her mark on the today show in on NBC when she began appearing regularly on camera in 1964. She was officially named a co-host a decade later. Her success kicked open the door for future network anchors like Jane Polly, Katie Couric, and Diane Sawyer. Miss Walters began at NBC as a writer in 1961, the token woman in the today writer's room. When she left NBC for ABC in 1976 to be a co-anchor of the evening news with Harry Reasoner, she became known as the million-dollar baby because of her five-year, five-million-dollar contract. This move to the co-anchor's chair made her not only the highest-profile female journalist in television history, but also the highest-paid news anchor, male or female, and her arrival signaled something of a cultural shift. The moment when news anchors began to be seen less as a as an infallible authority of figures in the Walter Cronkite mode mold and more as celebrities. But it was her Barbara Walters specials more than anything else that made her a star, enduring her and enshrining her as an indefatigable character chronicler of the rich, the powerful, and the infamous. The specials which began in nineteen seventy six made Miss Walters as famous or nearly as famous, as the people she interviewed. At a time when politicians tended to be reserved and celebrities elusive, Miss Walters coaxed kings, presidents, and matinee idols to, enter, to answer startling, intimate questions. The list of famous people Miss Walters coaxed into going on camera with her is along. It includes Michael Jackson, Katherine Hepburn, Prince Grace of Monaco, and Barbara Streisand. She interviewed every American president and first lady, from Richard and Pax Nixon to Barack and Michelle Obama. Her ambition and competitive spirit never let up. She was in Vietnam on vacation when Michael Jackson died in 2009 and sped across 8,000 miles and many time zones to sit with the Jackson family at the memorial in Los Angeles and to host a special tribute on 2020. From 1981 to 2010, she presented an annual Oscar night special that included interviews with nominees and other celebrities. She was a true pioneer for journalism, and her legacy will live on. As a female reporter of sorts, I salute and honor you, Miss Walters, for being such a phenomenal trailblazer and for your amazing contribution to Hollywood. The world will never forget you. But she wasn't the only one to leave us this weekend. 74-year-old Anita Pointer, the founding member of the famed Pointer Sisters, was reunited with her late child, Jada, in that heavenly recording school- studio Saturday, December 1st. Surrounded by her family and friends, People.com reported that day, While we are deeply saddened by the loss of Anita, We are comforted in the knowing that she is now with her daughter, Jada, and her sisters, June and Bonnie, and at peace. Read a statement from her four closest survivors, her sister, Ruth, brothers, Aaron and Fritz, and her granddaughter, Roxy mccain Pointer. She was the one that kept all of us close and together for so long. Her love of our family will live on in each of us. Please respect our privacy during this period of grief and loss. Heaven is a more beautiful, more loving, beautiful place with Anita there. Though no cause of death was given in the statement, Pointer's rep told TMZ her death was the result of a somewhat lengthy and heroic battle with cancer. Variety.com stated that day, Pope Benedict Sixteenth has died at his residence in the Vatican after an extended illness. He was 95. Benedict, who was born Joseph Ratzinger in Germany, led the Catholic Church from 2005 to 2013, where he resigned due to ill health. He was the first pope to do so since 1415. The former pope, who upheld the church's views on issues such as abortion and contraception, was portrayed on screen by Anthony Hopkins in the 2019 film The Two Popes, a fictional account that depicted the relationship between Benedict and his successor, the current Pope Francis, who is played by Jonathan Price, As Benedict looked down to step down from the role, alas, December thirty-first also marked exactly one year since Betty White passed, and it sorrows me to say that de- to say this, but Deadline.com announced today sixty-seven year old Fred White, the drummer for the Grammy-winning R&B band Earth, Wind & Fire, was found dead New Year's Day. White was part of the band during its 1970s and early 80s peak popularity when it released such classic songs such as Shining Star in September. And speaking of recent singer deaths, com declared January 1st modest mouse drummer. Jeremiah Green has died following a stage four cancer diagnosis, the band announced on Instagram on New Year's Eve. He was 45. I don't know a way to ease into this. Today we lost our dear friend Jeremiah. He laid down to rest and simply faded out, the post read. I'd like to say a bunch of pretty words right now, but it just isn't the time. These will come later, friend, from many people. Please appreciate all the love you give get, have given, and will get. Above all, Jeremiah was about love. His death comes just four days after the group's frontman, Isaac Brock, reported on social media he was going through cancer treatment. In the post, Brock asked fans and family for their support for his fan made and friend. So very sad. Rest in peace to all these lost legends. But... The circle of life must go on. Ireland Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's daughter, ended 2022 on a super exciting note. etcanada.com stated December 31st, she announced Saturday she's pregnant. Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger's 27-year-old daughter took to Instagram and posted a photo of a sonogram Ireland captioned the post simply, Happy New Year, along with a red heart emoji. Ireland's been dating musician Rack, real name Andre Allen Anjos, over the last year or so. This will be the couple's first child. Following the announcement, the couple was flooded with tons of congratulatory comments on each of their posts. Neither Alec nor Bissinger have publicly com- reacted to the news. Ireland's pregnancy news comes just over three months after her father and Hilaria Baldwin welcomed baby number seven into the world. Hilaria took to Instagram and announced the baby girl, Hilaria Catalina Irina, was born Sept. 22nd at 6 pounds 13 ounces. The Hills alumni, Brody Jenner, and his girlfriend, Tia Blanco, are expecting their first child. And... I would like to give an enormous shout-out to Adam and Nora LeBeau of San Francisco. The couple is getting their first visit from the stork in this April, making their parents very excited and elated grandparents-to-be. And speaking of babies, in just his first two-and-a-half months of life, country star Scotty McCrary and his wife Gabby's son Avery McCreary, whose real name is Mary Avery McCreary, has already had his first Halloween, first Thanksgiving, first Cajun Christmas, and first holiday season. But in a few months, the baby will experience another first, his first tour with his elated daddy. Music Mayhem Magazine just announced earlier today, while most artists were off the road this season, he continued to stay busy playing a handful of holiday-themed sets, including a few shows with Lee Rice at the Murphy Arts District in El Dorado, Arkansas. We're doing some acoustic shows, which will be different and fun. The Season 10 American Idol champ, who also wrapped up a Christmas show at the Grand Old Opry earlier in the month, previously said. And it turns out McCreary won't be slowing down anytime soon. Come New Year, he will take the road for his two 2000- thousand. 23 tour of the same name. A lot to look forward to getting into 2023. The North Carolina native, who in 2022 celebrated his fifth consecutive number one chart topper with his RIAA gold certified smash, Damn Straight, said, We're bringing a baby on the road and getting him used to the lifestyle. Like it or not, I'm going to be a road daddy for a while. So hopefully he loves it. Yep. McCurry will be sharing even more new moments as he plans to have Avery in tow on his tour. And it seems like the plan has been laid out for some time as he prepared for previous cargo on board. For precious cargo on board. Next year we're bringing out a baby bus, McCurry added, so he will be with me out there most of the dates. That will be a fun new way to do the road. I've kind of had my system down pat for 10 years now. So that will be a little change, but a great one. The Foo Fighters announced New Year's Eve on Instagram that the band will still be going on even after Taylor Hawkins' death on March 30th. Fabulous news, American Girl fans. Today.com reported December 30th. American Girl made history when it awarded its first, its 2023 Girl of the Year to a South Asian doll. On December ninth, the Mattel-owned brand introduced Kavy Sharma, a young Indian-American girl from New Jersey who's got a show tune in her heart and Broadway in her sights. Kavi loves to sing and dance and to visit the Big Apple as often as she can. While Kavi shines like she, when she's performing on stage, just like many American kids, she has to focus to keep up with her schoolwork, after all. Kathy has plans to attend Princeton University just as her father did, according to American Girl. Singer Sarah Bareilles is going down the aisle. She announced a big announcement early yesterday morning on Instagram saying her longtime boyfriend, Joe Tippett, whom she met in 2015 when they were working on The Waitress Play together, asked her to marry him. And, of course... She said yes. The Hollywood Hollywood Reporter.com reported today, Jeremy Renner has been hospitalized after being involved in a snowplow weather-related accident near his home Sunday. But rest assured, Marvel fans, your Hawkeye actor is in critical but stable conditions. So he will be okay. Hear ye, hear ye. Netflix doth give its Bridgerton's fan a New Year's Eve gift, gift two days ago. Thy first look at thy young, young iteration of Lady Agatha Dancebury in thy streamer's Queen Char- Charlotte, A Bridgerton Story, which tis thy Bridgerton prequel series. Variety.com revealed December 31st. Played by Arsena Thomas, Agatha uses. Charlotte's ascent to thy throne to forge her way into society while under thy thumb of a much older husband. Strapped with a sharp understanding of thy once-divided social scene and thy intricacies of marriage, Agatha becomes a guiding light for thy new queen, all while finding her own voice and power. Centered on Queen Elizabeth's rise to prominence and power, this Bridgerton verse prequel tells thy story of how thy young queen's marriage to King George sparked both a great love story and a societal shift, creating thy word of thy ton inherited by the Brit- characters in Bridgerton, reads thy limited series logline. Thy series will make thy debut sometime this year. And speaking of series, that yell you heard across the world, across the nation, was the sound of Yellowstone fans rejoicing because ET, Doc, ET Canada stated yesterday, Yellowstone is taking a break before it returns for the second half of Season 5. In a new 30-second promo for during Sunday's mid-season finale, Paramount Network revealed the Duttons will be back this summer with new episodes. Until then, fans can get behind-the-scenes insights and never-before-heard stories, about the making of Season 5 with weekly episodes of the official Yellowstone podcast and new interviews with cast members during the month-long hiatus. Yellowstone chronicles the Dutton family, led by John Dutton, Kevin Costner, who controls the largest contiguous cattle ranch in the United States, amid shifting alliances, unsolved murders, open wounds, and hard-earned respect, the ranch is in constant conflict with those at borders. An expanding town, an Indian reservation, and America's first national park. The hour-long drama stars Costner, Luke Grimes, Kelly Riley, Wes Bentley, Cole Hauser, Kelsey Asheville, Breckin Merrill, Forey Smith, Denham Richards, Ian Bowen, Finn Little, Ryan Bingham, Gil Birmingham, Moe Brings Plenty, Wendy Monis, Jen Landon, and Katherine Kelly. On to flashback fun. For the very first 2023 flashback, we go back to two infamous 1998 films. The Dude. Jeff Bridges himself says, Dude, can you believe it, man? Joel and Ethel Cohen's black comedy crime, The Big Lebowski, hits 25 falling pins, er, I mean, years on... March 6th, that's just wild, man. Starring Bridges, Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, Sam Elliott, Tara Reed, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, David Huddleston, John Turretow, David Thewlis, It Tells of, It Tells of, L.A. Stoutlacher, David, I mean, Jeff the Dude Lebowski, who is mistaken for millionaire of so- of the same name he seeks retribution when a v- debt collector's ruin a priceless rug and enlists bowling buddies to find the millionaire's missing wife while it only made 46.2 million strikes and got mixed reviews it became a cult classic known for its eclectic soundtrack unconventional dialogue Strange, deep dream scenes and quirky characters. According to Wikipedia, an annual festival in Lebowski Fest began in Louisville, Kentucky, United States in 2002 with 150 fans showing up and is since expanded to several other cities. The festival's main event each year is a night of unlimited bowling with various contests, including costume, trivia, hardest, and far traveled contests. A spin off centered on John Turtle's character called the Jesus Roll bowled the theaters in 2020, but did not really uh, do for much. According to IMDb.com, the deuce is man. 147 times in the film which equals to about nearly one and a half times a minute and aside from the dude helping Maude Bull, he's never seen actually bowling in the film also turning 25 in 2023 is the film that was Vinnie Jones and former driver Jason Statham's feature film debut writer-director Guy Ritchie's black comedy crime Luck Stuck, and Two Smoking Barrels. The successful August twenty fifth, 1998 film, which made over $28 million on a $1.35 million budget, also stars Jason Fleming, Derek Fletcher, Steve McIntosh, and Nick Moran. After losing 500,000 pounds in a read-card game, Car Shark Eddie has just a week to find enough money to pay off his debts to a local mobster. So he and his friends decide to rob a small time gang operating on the flat next door. A British TV series, Lockstock, came out in two thousand, but it only ran for seven episodes, which included the pilot. According to IMDB dot com. Ray Winstone was originally offered the part of Harry Hatchett. And it was dedicated to Lenny McFean, who played Barry the Baptist. Sadly, he died, died of lung cancer precisely one month before the film's premiere. And out of the movie's 44 speaking parts, 17 of them were played by people who had never acted before. That's all for this week's Flashback Fun and News, folks. So I hope you will join me for Midday Movie Madness' first 2023 show on Thursday, January 5th. So until then, my minions, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies, whether in the theaters or on DVD. Bye now.